Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the stuff that can kill you. Like AI coming for you, or your house falling off a cliff, or a sting from a sea urchin. Ugh. And the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Like watching Jaws at too young of an age. Check. Or (laughs) sharing one bathroom with 12 other people. Pass. Or a fated trip to the Space Needle. Ooh. I'm ready to dig into this episode. Are you? Only if it's accompanied by our theme song. (laughs) Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire flooding in the street. Welcome to How to Survive. This is Danielle. Hi, I'm Christine. How's it going, Christine? It's going rather well. Did you have a lovely Mother's Day? In fact, I did. What did you do? Well, I'm going to tell you some crazy shit happened. Okay. <laughs> is this true? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Okay. Uh, I slept in. Oh, that's nice. Which is not unusual for me on a weekend anyway. Okay. But... My husband went out and got breakfast for all of us. Nice. And flowers from the kids to give to me. Uh-huh. Alex created a spa for me. What? In my bedroom, yeah. She went in and covered the bed with towels. Uh-huh. She put on spa music. Oh, and my God. She, so the kids had made me um, this lavender salt sugar scrub. Okay. They went to an after. I paid for them to go to an after-school <laughs> camp on Friday uh-huh. to make a Mother's Day gift for me. Wait, how did you know? Like, was it a Mother's Day camp? Yes. What? So it's there, a one-day camp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's a woman through the school who does a lot of German camps. Okay. I know the word don't, German. Don't put camp. those words together. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I, I heard it as soon as <laughs> it was coming out, and I was like, 
go back, go back, go back, go back. But it was too late. There is a spa of sorts. Yes. But this, it is quite this is, different. This is not the kind of spa you want to go to. So she set it up with in the, my room and it, and she was going to do a big sugar scrub on me. On, okay. It, on, on the bed, even though it's it's kind of supposed to be for the shower. But okay. Whatever. My favorite part, though, she did a really good job, uh, was she made a sign of rules oh. for the massage. And it was like, you know, no cell phones, uh-huh. leave your cares at the door. Oh, cute. <laughs> but the one thing on the sign that kept making me laugh was <laughs> under no circumstances <laughs> should you remove your underwear at any time. <laughs> did not want to see what's going on as if it during the scrub i would just like not be able to stop myself from taking off my underwear (laughs) um and i kept worrying because she had this big giant glass bowl full of hot towels you know that with with hot water and i kept thinking she's gonna spill that on my bed she's gonna spill that on my bed yeah she never did however when she went to the bathroom to dump it out in the shower she dropped it and it shattered everywhere oh no yeah and she was like mom I'm sorry. I was like, it's fine. Oh, that's I don't care so about that bowl. Oh, well, really that was nice. very sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, lovely. Do you want to hear the next adventures? Yes. Or do you want me to stop now? No, tell me all the adventures. Okay, I'll, I'll keep it kind of short because it's it was kind of a day of craziness. So we went on a hike at Eaton Canyon. Have you guys ever been to Eaton Canyon? No. It's in Altadena. It's worth it. It's very beautiful right now because of the atmospheric river floods that are probably going to kill us all somehow but like at least there's a plus side there is a plus side in that the wildflowers are very beautiful right now they're as tall as your head basically Uh everywhere and they have a uh, kind of a river that you can walk next to during the hike that used to be dried up for years now you can kind of walk over it and you can go in it and you can just wade in it and we were up to our knees in water except (laughs) We lost Benjamin for like a half an hour. What? Of course we did. What do you mean? How? So we went in the water, me and Alex and Benji, and Sven was up with the dog because the dog will just pull Sven down in the water and she gets all crazy. So he stayed on the trail. And then we, Alex and I said, okay, Benj, we're going to go up, back up to the trail because it's kind of a walk down to the water. Come with us. And he said, I want to stay down here. And we said, all right, then come up the next trail. Like you can walk down the water a little and come up the next trail. So, and we'll meet you up with dad. Okay, so we get up, we see Sven, no Benjamin. So we're like, okay, he must be at the next one. So we uh-huh. go to the next one, no Benjamin. <gasps> so we go to the next one, no Benjamin. And so at this point, I'm like, Benjamin. And we can hear him go, mom. Oh, okay. But like not a worried mom, just like a, I'm still having fun mom. Oh, okay. And so we're like, okay, we'll just go to the next one. And it's not like their next one meaning like the – Park rangers have set up these trails. It's oh. a wild hike right, that like, right, is, right. just has water that sometimes you can get down to, but it's okay. treacherous. So we keep walking. I'm not that concerned because the water, it's like a little wilder than it was before, uh-huh. but it's not like rapids. But then I realized, like, you know, we haven't been here in a while. That water could be five feet deep, and I don't oh. even know it because of the, you right. know, the river. had a lot of rain. I'm like, you know, let's go. let's go down and get him. And Alex, she's a warrior. Uh-huh. So she's like, what if something happened to Benji? Oh. Is Benji okay? I'm really worried about Benji. I'm like, it's fine. Don't worry. Poor thing. But we get down there and we're yelling and now he's not <gasps> answering. So we start backtracking, going back the way we came. Right. And 
He's just nowhere to be found. We're yelling. He's not answering. You know, the water. Are you panicked? I'm a little nervous, but not that worried because okay. he's very adept. Yes, he does seem. And, and like really can handle himself well. Uh-huh. He also gets pretty injured a lot. So I'm kind of yeah, like well, weighing those two yeah. things in my mind. <laughs> right, right. And Alex is losing her mind. Oh, She's poor baby. sobbing. At one point she turns to me because the day before she said, what's the worst thing that could ever happen to you? And I said, losing one of my kids. Uh-oh. And she goes, mom, your worst fears have been realized. <laughs> oh, no. You've lost one of your children. And I was like, Alex, <laughs> please take some deep breaths. Please. Not making it better. She's like, I just want to see my brother. I love him so much. I don't know what would I would do if something happened to him. I just want to hug him. And I was like, I didn't even, you know, I thought she hated him. So this was a little nice. I was nice. going to say, you can use this in the future. You know, I you know. understand that, right? I know. Okay. So I text Sven. I say, you know, we can't find him. Text me if you see him. So we're just walking along these rocks. And she is a mess. And she's just really a wreck. Oh. And then I finally get a text to say, you know, I found him at the next one. He he was ahead of us. Oh, he gone real real far. Yeah, and uh, so does that mean he's walking in water? This he's whole walking time? in okay. water the whole time, and we just thought he was slower than us. He was actually faster than gotcha. us. You know, so she's like, I just gotta get to him and hug him. Well, while we're getting back to him, Alex and I <laughs> go like rogue trying to get back to the trail because uh-huh. we have to go up the rip like up a hill to get back to the trail and we find ourselves in just a field of poison ivy no <laughs> there's nowhere to turn it's poison ivy everywhere she's in shorts oh my god i'm in you know hiking sandals uh-huh and i'm like yeah we're gonna definitely get poison ivy i guess we didn't i mean i don't have it okay she doesn't seem god. to have it do so you have to walk through the poison ivy? We don't have a choice. It's like there's no way to not okay. do it. And she's like, watch out for rattlesnakes. Because they do. I mean, they have rattlesnakes there. People just saw bears there. It was a crazy experience. So we that was the hike. That was it. And oh she, she, she was crying. Her shoes were all wet. And she was like, I just, we have to go now. Did she hug? No. But, what? And then when we got there, I said, Benji, are you okay? And he was like, yeah. I caught some frogs. Oh. Like he was never lost. <laughs> right. In his mind, he was just having a good time. Yeah, and I go, Alex, do you want to do you want to hug Bench? She goes, Not right now. Oh. <laughs> I said, Do you do you want to tell him how worried you were? No, <laughs> I don't want to say anything right now. Oh wow! So that she wouldn't share with him like all of her how feelings. Interesting. I think she didn't want to give that to him. Right, exactly. She knows. Yeah, yeah. That's a card he can use. Wow. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. What did you guys do? Wow, not that. <laughs> um. So, Oliver and I went to Palm Springs for the weekend. I saw the picture. Yes. Did you stay at Margaritaville? We did not this time. We were lucky enough to stay at our friend's house. Oh, nice. Our friend has uh, an Airbnb, but he lives, you know, but he stays there sometimes. So, he also goes to the festival. So, he he and my other friend, Jim Newman, and Oliver and I stayed at this Airbnb that he has. And it's really nice. Like, it's, you know, the 60s, Palm Springs. Ooh, like a mid-century So type. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's got a decorated, like, you know, music. So he's got, like, different photos of, uh, you know, musicians and swimming stuff. Swimming pool? Yeah. We didn't actually have time to oh, use wow. the swimming pool because you're seeing, like, three to four movies a day. So How fun. It was really fun. It was Film Noir Festival. So some of them were, like... 
before one of the movies, they you know they have a guy get up there and tell you a little bit about yeah, the movie, and he's yeah. like, "So this movie is it film noir? Is it not film noir?" So we all looked at each other and we're like, "Okay, so it's definitely not film noir." Like this has been going on for twenty four years, yeah. so they're sort of scraping the bottom of the barrel for film noir movies. So, but the oh, lo- because they don't want to show the same ones. They don't want to show the same ones. Year. I guess they occasionally repeat, but they don't mm-hmm. want to. So, um, but it was so much fun. We what had did you so see? much fun. Anything? Most of the things you will never have heard okay. of, but the last one was Double Indemnity. I love Double Indemnity. It's yes. so good. So I wasn't sure if we were going to stay for the last one, but I was like, okay, most of these have been so borderline. We have to watch a real, you know, a real film noir, actually good movie. And Oliver had yeah. never seen it, so we stayed. And so that was great. What that did was, he think? Oh, he loved it. Yeah. Oh, he was like, okay, that. that one was really good. Yeah. And then we saw another one with Barbara Stanwyck called... She get the lady gambles. I love her in those early yeah. like pre Hayes code. She does a lot of yeah. like sort of racy stuff when yeah. she's really young. Is it one of those really well? Early she plays a, like a degenerate gambler. Like she's mm-hmm. just like a regular person who like over the course of a weekend becomes a degenerate gambler, mm-hmm. and like it's just crazy and they're just bizarre. There's was one called the Shanghai Gesture, which no one still knows why it was called that. And it's the worst yellow face you've ever seen. Like, oh no, it was so bad. Yeah, and they don't do accents. That's what confused me okay. is that they don't do Chinese accents. So okay. they're just speaking with perfect American English. Yes, but she's supposed to be Chinese, and she's got some sort of makeup on to make her look Chinese, but she doesn't really oh, look boy. Chinese at all. Yeah. So I was really confused. At one point, I was like, maybe she's not supposed to be Chinese. Yeah. Maybe she's supposed to be an American woman. In China, because it was like supposedly all these different nationalities together yeah. in Shanghai. Anyway, it was a disaster. Wow. Um, and Victor Mature was in it, and his daughter Victoria Mature makes sense was there is talking she, is about she it. Ninety seven. Well, see, that's what I thought. Okay, so this is what totally confused me because she looked to me to be forty. Wow. Turns out she's forty eight. Wow. But still, I was like. This woman never could have met her father. <laughs> like, so there's he, no he, way. He had her when he was on his deathbed. Yes. Well, they it extracted turns, sperm from yeah. his like shriveled, dying right. penis. It turns out he was around for at least like 20 years of her life. But I just kept thinking what she was talking. I was like, she's just read this. There's, she was. She had to be an infant when he died. Like, I was very yeah. confused. But anyway, so and so was the director's son was there who was an older guy. And the mo- the moderator says, so, like, did your father ever talk about this movie? And he says, no. He wrote an autobiography, and this movie took about a paragraph of, of the autobiography. So it's like, yeah, wow. so no one thinks this is a good movie. Like, yeah. it was a disaster. They just but- needed to put something. Yes. But it was really fun. That you know, does it was fun. just It was just a really... It was a very relaxing weekend. Mm-hmm. I really needed it to just, like, not think about all the things I think about 24 hours a day so and just watch movies and yeah it was just really fun that does sound it was great I mean Springs movies I didn't get a card I didn't get anything from the kid which I was a little what the f I know I was a little bit annoyed come on are you ready to learn how to survive sea urchin poison needles Yes. Okay. Oh my God. Thank you. I thought you were going to say, "Are you ready to survive <laughs> clinical depression?" <Right. laughs> yeah. No. This one will br- bring it up a little bit. Okay. Sea urchins are a group of spiny sea animals that are related to sand dollars and starfish. They can easily be mistaken for shells or rocks because of their hard, round, 
spiny bodies. I didn't put my glasses on. I'm going to put my glasses I'm on. I'm not counting this as even being part of the beginning. Because I didn't put my glasses yeah. on. Sea urchins are primitive animals, but they boast a powerful defense mechanism. Their stings can be extremely painful and may cause extensive damage to the skin, tissue, and even bone. Whoa. Yeah. The calcium-filled spines that a sting can leave behind can be difficult to remove from the skin. Prompt extraction of them, however, can prevent further injury. So they actually, the spines get left in your body. Yes. Yes. Fast facts mm. on sea Make urchin them fast. stings. Most sea urchin stings are a painful annoyance only. The spines hurt when they enter the skin as a large splinter would. Ugh. Anyone with a history of allergic reactions to stings or bites should get medical help after sea urchin sting. The only way to completely avoid a sea urchin sting is to stay out of the ocean. What is a sea urchin sting? Sea urchins are covered in calcium-filled spines or needles. Remember that they're called needles. Okay. Just saying. Some people call them needles. I'm not saying it's often used, but it has been used in certain documents. It seems like you want us to know they're called needles. I do. Uh, That warn predators of danger. Predators who fail to heed the warning may end up with spines in their skin. Most sea urchin stings are akin to stepping on a large splinter or other sharp objects. The injury can be painful and may cause an infection, but rarely does lasting harm. Can sea urchin stings be fatal? Some are more dangerous than others. uh, Some sea urchins are more dangerous than others. A few species have venomous spines with potent and potentially deadly effects. The flower urchin, for example, is covered in tiny venomous spines. Few people have reported stings by a flower urchin, and researchers do not know much about how the venom works or how frequently it kills. These urchins are common in the Indian and Pacific Oceans. Some sea urchins... Pacific? Pacific, that's us. That's here. Yep. I don't want to step on one of those. Some sea urchins bite. No. Yes. How do they do that? I don't know. I guess they have mouths. And if you have (laughs) venom... With spine teeth? (laughs) (laughs) And a a few have venomous bites. Unlike a sting, a bite does not leave spines behind. Sea urchins may also trigger allergic reactions that can range from mild to potentially deadly. People with a history of allergic reactions uh, may be more vulnerable. Um, Treatment of sea urchin stings. First aid for sea urchin stings requires prompt removal of the spiky spines. Okay, so you're going to find a little bit of, when we get to the story, a little bit of... uh, debate about this but okay they say removing sea urchin spines with tweezers can cause them to break and splinter at the skin surface uh. so the spines might appear to be gone but can remain in the deeper layers of skin instead it is advisable for a person to to soak the affected area in vinegar vinegar can help solve oh. the spines and the other things i read said hot water and vinegar okay so you want to do that immediately the spines are gone when they are no longer protruding from the skin and there are no black or gray dots remaining at the surface of the skin. It looks like just a dot, but it could be way down because it's black. It looks like it's right there. Okay, so if you soak it in the vinegar, that means it's going to sort of Yes, it either like dissolves pop or pops out. Yeah. Okay, okay. The spines are gone when they're... Okay, um... If the first vinegar soak does not remove the spines, a person should continue applying vinegar compresses several days, several times a day until the spines are gone. Warm compresses can help with pain and swelling. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs such as ibuprofen can also relieve pain. In the days following the injury, a person should keep the wound clean and apply a triple antibiotic ointment. I don't know what triple antibiotic means, but... 
I'm guessing think, that's just off the shelf. I think that's off the shelf. I think that's what they call it. Yeah. If the wound is red or itchy, topical hydrocortisone cream may help. When to seek medical care. An allergic reaction to a sea urchin sting can occasionally be life-threatening. People, okay. I already read that. I'm going to hold on a second. Also, it's on the bottom of your foot, probably. Yes. People should seek emergency care or call 911 for the following symptoms. Difficulty breathing, loss of consciousness, dizziness, or mood or behavioral changes. Urge to gamble. <laughs> like, what if that's what happens? <laughs> like those at the end of commercials, yes. urge to gamble. <laughs> then you might be the lady gambles. Yeah. Um, a sudden rash on a different area of the body from the sting, extensive swelling near the sting. Some of the signs that the sea urchin sting may have been venomous, Mm because remember, some are venomous, some are not, include dizziness, changes in heart rate, loss of consciousness, nausea or vomiting, difficulty breathing. When a sea urchin spine breaks off under the skin, it can migrate elsewhere in the body. If this happens, it may require surgical removal. If it is possible to feel a spine under the skin, if a spine is visible underneath the skin or the spine has broken off, a person should contact a doctor. So just move somewhere else? Yeah, I guess it can, I don't know, it hops a, maybe it it hops a vein to yeah. another location, and then it thumbs starts, a ride. Starts like poking you? Yeah. Somewhere else? I don't know if it pokes. I, th- I don't think you would feel it. I, th- I, th- I mean, you would feel it, but I don't know that it would like necessarily be poking you. This sounds terrible. Yeah. When a spine is trapped under the skin or even after a spine is successfully removed, it is possible to develop an infection from a sea urchin sting. Signs of an infection include red streaks coming out of the wound, an increase in pain, heat at the site of the wound, intense swelling, or a fever. A doctor should be contacted to treat signs of infection from a sea urchin sting. Okay. How to tell if it is a sea urchin sting? Because sea urchin stings can easily be confused with jellyfish stings. Oh, yeah. Both occur suddenly and can be intensely painful. Jellyfish may also leave behind tentacles. Oh! Is that the grossest thing? That can resemble sea urchin spines to someone unfamiliar with sea urchins. The telltale symptoms of a sea urchin sting include bloody red puncture wounds. Okay. While a jellyfish sting can irritate the skin, sea urchin stings puncture the skin. Spines sticking out of the skin... Okay. The spines are hard and spiky, not soft. Jellyfish don't have like spines? tentacles, right? Yeah. Sudden intense pain. It can resemble a bee sting or injection, and the pain may penetrate into the muscle muscle or deeper layers of skin. Ooh. Okay, prevention. Wearing water or beach shoes can lower the risk. Many people are stung by sea urchins lurking on the ocean floor. Mm-hmm. It seems to be the way it most happens. Like, they're not aggressive mm-hmm. towards humans. It's just you might get in their way. You might step on them. Yeah. And it just kind of happens like that. Um, people with a history of anaphylactic reactions to sea urchin sh- stings should consider staying out of the water. Um, avoiding water in which sea urchins live, obviously, um, might be a way to lower your risk. Okay, are you ready for a story? I hope so. Okay, so this is from a blog okay. of a young lady. I'm just going to read her little description. She says, hi, I'm Rochelle. I'm the founder of The Freedom Life, and I've been living abroad since 2013. For the last eight years, so this is a couple of years old, I've been helping hundreds of adventurous people just like you move abroad, and I can't wait to help you get started on this incredible venture. I don't know if she's living off the grid if this is her real name, maybe she uses fake. I don't know. All I know is she lives abroad. Okay, good for her. Okay, so this takes place. She's in, I, I cut out some of the story. So just so you know, this is on the Cambodian island of Koh Rong. 
Okay, while I, so this is in first person. While I was snorkeling in and among the rocks, I was hit by a small wave that pushed me back into a rock. My foot just barely grazed the rock, which normally wouldn't be a problem, except except for the fact that there just happened to be a sea urchin in that exact spot. Mm. What a freak accident, right? Question mark, question mark, exclamation point. Okay. I had been snorkeling all of about five minutes before this happened. I didn't even realize what had stabbed me until I pulled my foot out of the water and saw black quills embedded deep into my foot. Then I realized the pain of the spikes was more than just that of a bad splinter. It shot up my leg and almost blinded me as I doggy paddled my way back to shore. My friends um, came. Okay, so she gets to her friends and they come back with tweezers and told me that the injury wasn't serious. Apparently it happens all the time on the island. Hmm. It even happened to another girl about an hour after me. The important thing was just to get the spines out and I should be okay. If I couldn't get them out, I could see the island doctor later that night or the next morning and he would do it for me. My friends and I dug into my foot until it bled with the blunt tweezers. I was thinking of you, Garen, as I was (laughs) reading this. (laughs) Maybe about to pass out over here. But But we couldn't get any of the spines out. I tried everything, but they're so different from normal stingers or splinters. The sea urchin shoots its poisonous spines deep into the skin. Since they're black, it looks like they're close to the surface and easy to remove, but in reality, they're much deeper than you might think. My friends ran up to the beach bar to ask for some tweezers, and I started to worry about my health. Oh, I guess they were looking for better tweezers. Um, Aren't sea urchins poisonous? Did I need to take a boat back to the village and see the doctor? Did I have to take the ferry back to the mainland and go to the hospital? While a part of me knew I should have been seeing the doctor right away, I didn't want to ruin my amazing day. This is a young... Doesn't doesn't sound amazing. This is a very young person (laughs) who I I think is skirting the law. Um, I'm just joking. Please don't sue me. Rochelle with an I. I was... It was my last day on the island and I didn't want to miss out on the sunset or swimming with the bioluminescent plankton. I am crazy and I have a death wish. I know. But the reassurance from the locals and the foreign bartenders made me feel... (laughs) (laughs) Here, put this lime on it. Um, Made me feel like I could stay. It happens all the time, right? That evening, after an incredible sunset and glowing nighttime swim, I headed to the pharmacy to have the doctor look at my foot. I guess they have doctors in the pharmacy in Cambodia. The doctor, who seemed very well educated and spoke perfect English, told me that he could remove them from my foot, but it would be better to leave them in. He said that small cuts over the bottom of my foot would be a risk for infection and it would be better. I mean, where would they get antibiotics? They're only in a fucking pharmacy and it would be better to let my body take care of it. He said the pain should subside in a few days and I would be better and I would be better. I figured I could trust him because the injury was so common, right? So I left the spines in my foot and continued my travels as planned. It really hurt to walk, especially barefoot. Why is she walking barefoot? Also, does she not have a Google search on her phone? <laughs> she gets to that. Okay, thanks. She gets to that. But I didn't let it stop me from visiting Campote and having a great time. However, two days later, I noticed, uh, I started to notice there was something wrong with me. After eating an amazing crab lunch in <laughs> Cap, I felt so full I thought I was going to explode. Yeah, have some shellfish. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe the, sh- the crab will go down there and reach for the spines yeah. fr- and then bring them out the other way. While it was a lot of food, uh, the so full I feel sick feeling isn't very common for me. The next morning when I woke up, I felt absolutely awful. My throat hurt, my stomach hurt, I was exhausted, and I had no appetite. 
I had a 12.30 bus to the Capitol, so I forced myself to eat brunch at the hostel around 11. On the bus, I slept almost the entire bumpy ride. I knew something was wrong, but I just figured I was run down from so much busy travel. When I, I think she doesn't have foot, uh, coverage or she doesn't, she, there was okay. a reason I, I cut part of it out, but at some point she Googled something. Anyway, when I arrived home to China, I was exhausted, but I figured it was, she really is living on the edge. Now she's living in China. Wow. Okay. When I arrived home to China, I was exhausted, but I figured it was from my red eye flight. That was until 10 p.m. when I noticed my back was very itchy. When I looked in the mirror, I found my entire back covered in a huge rash. It was unbearably itchy, so I ran to the health clinic on campus. There was no real doctor, just a student who prescribed me Claritin. I tried to explain her to her in a mixture of Chinese and English that I had just returned from Cambodia, but this girl was really ill-equipped to handle my situation. Not only did the Claritin not work, but the rash also spread onto my legs. At this point, I think I would be... Shaking in my no shoes. I want to call 911 right now. Yeah. The next morning, I called the school's English-speaking medical advisor who tried to convince me the rash was just from my fever, even though I told her literally five times that I didn't have a fever. I eventually insisted that I was worried that uh, that this had something to do with my recent trip to Cambodia. And there was no way I, waited, I, was, I wanted to wait two full days to see a doctor on campus. Who knew if I had some strange tropical disease? The English medical advisor eventually agreed to meet me at the hospital, and I hopped in a taxi. At the hospital, I looked up the Chinese for sea urchin and made sure to mention it to the doctor. The doctor seemed pretty nonchalant about it. Oh, my God. Until I mentioned that the spines were still in my foot. They're still in your foot? (laughs) Whoops. I guess I should have made that part more clear. Immediately, the doctor knew it was the sea urchin causing all of my problems. Apparently, it's pretty important to get those things out ASAP. I did a few blood blood tests and then was ushered to surgery to get the spines removed. While forehead healed and didn't hurt anymore, there was one in in the soft underside of my toe that hurt pretty bad. When the doctor couldn't get the spines out of the tough underside of my foot, he set to work on the painful one. With tweezers and a needle, he ripped into the skin on my foot, pulling ah. the spines out in small pieces. A nurse grabbed my toe and forced it backward, making me feel making me fear she'd break it, while the doctor set to work with the tools. I wish I could say it wasn't that bad, but with no pain medication, there were a few times I actually screamed, and I may or may not have started sobbing at one point. Although the doctor's comment in English, so big, so deep, didn't make me laugh out loud. long story short apparently i have an infection in my immune system or something the doctor was able to remove the main the main spine causing me the most pain but left the rest in to be honest i don't think i could handle him removing the others without some local anesthesia okay so now there are updates oh wait a second before the updates as much as i try to be careful when traveling sometimes freak accidents happen hitting the sea urchin with my foot while snorkeling is definitely not something i could have anticipated luckily it wasn't that bad and i'm going to be okay i thought i was doing the right thing by trusting the doctor on the island but now i know i should have done some research once i got to camput and had internet oh so she did have internet when she got to the capital but didn't didn't look at yeah after four days of walking the spines were so embedded in my foot they were impossible to they were almost impossible to remove she then goes on and says how you should have travel insurance. Mm-hmm. So make sure you have travel insurance. But that was like went on forever. And I think was she was being sponsored by a travel insurance company. <laughs> so I just left that out. This is all an ad for Progressive. I mean, she, yeah. <laughs> okay, update. So here's the update um, a few days later. Yesterday, I was able to get 
one of the spines out of my foot on my own. I guess these those antibiotics are working. Using a needle and angled tweezers. It was huge. I didn't take a picture, but it was the length of the tip of my pointer finger. I cannot believe I was walking around with that in my foot. No wonder it hurt so bad. It honestly looked like the lead from a mechanical pencil with a sharpened tip. <sighs> now there's only one left in my foot, uh, and it's in the side of my toe, so it's probably fine. Hopefully. Update two days later. I thought I was pretty much all better until my toes started hurting really bad and it felt a bit numb. I went back to the hospital to get it checked out and the doctor insisted on removing the tiny spine in the side of my toe. Since it couldn't come out with tweezers and was really sensitive, he had to surgically remove it by cutting into the side of my toe. (sighs) They had me lay down on the operating table and numbed my foot, which was really painful. Then they sliced my toe open and took out a spine the size of a small splinter. So I guess she's okay. I mean, I don't think she's dead, but... (laughs) (laughs) That I like that she was like, it all ended up not being that big of a deal. And I was like, <laughs> dot, it dot, dot. sounds like it's a really big deal. Well, yeah. So it can't be really bad. It usually isn't bad. Also, but I wasn't going to tell you a story of when it wasn't bad. No, you got to tell us the worst story you can find. Yeah. That's the whole point. I mean, people have died, but I didn't want to tell those stories. So oh, why, yeah. why didn't my big question about this? <laughs> that was a great story. P.S. Why didn't any of them use the vinegar technique? I guess they didn't know about it because they didn't Google. Oh, my God. I don't know. That first guy in Cambodia in the pharmacy. <laughs> first off. It's better to walk around. He it. wasn't a doctor. <laughs> uh, I know. Why did Maybe she just thinks people who work in pharmacies are doctors. Anybody in a lab coat. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks like the women from the Claritin. I mean, the um, the Claren counter or whatever at, at Macy's. The makeup yes. counter is a doctor. Flow from Progressive. That's yeah, a doctor. Anyone who with a, yeah. <laughs> anyone with. Well, a, I'm I'm wearing a white shirt. Am I? Yeah, a doctor? you're a doctor to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys eaten sea urchin before? No. Have you? Yes. Is it good? No. Is it? It's why? Why do you eat it? It. it why? Well, it was an all-you-can-eat sushi thing, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try this because I've never had it. So before. you had raw sea urchin. Y- y- Maybe yes. that's the only way it's eaten. I don't know. It, it came in a little bowl, but it was like. Getting sick just thinking about Spirally? it. Spirally? It was, no, it was like blended or something because it was. Oh. Like a filter fish? Uh, it was like sand. It was like I was eating sand. Oh. It was gross. And I had to force myself to eat it because if you don't eat everything on your plate, they charge you for it. Wait. You mean they charge you anyway? They charge you extra if you don't finish Wait, whatever you what? want. Wait, where? Where yeah, are you? Oh, you can eat sushi? Yeah. They charge you extra, extra if you don't eat if it? If you don't finish it, they charge you for that. Separate. What is the logic? About? I don't understand. Because people order so much, and it and if they don't eat it, isn't it just all goes you to can waste. eat just a set price? Yeah, but if you order something and then you don't eat it, but why is that any skin off it. their nose? I don't, I, I don't understand. I don't know. Can you, you were just, just put like, it in a napkin. So were you? Did like, your friend, are your friends playing a trick on you? Is maybe. this real? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Oh, it was disgusting though. It was or gross. maybe they're just messing with the white guy. Oh yeah, you have to eat it, or we charge you for every. But you don't eat. It was wow. going to be twenty four ninety five, but now it's seventy two dollars because you, you didn't, didn't eat. eat it. I didn't think about that. So weird. Maybe. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so just remember, sometimes they're called needles. Okay, and we'll be right back after this. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle. Christine. That was a fun break. That was. We looked up the Britney Spears musical, which is called Once Upon a One More Time, <laughs> which despite my my better angels yes. have a deep desire to see. I don't know what's stopping you from getting tickets well, right now. Well, because I don't want to spend money on it. It seems like something it seems like something you should see in Vegas. It does not seem like a thing, a theater experience. Like I can't get dressed up and say, yes, two tickets for once upon a one more time, please. <laughs> it just what if seems it was, insane. What if it was gifted to you? Well, please don't, please don't gift it to me. <laughs> but yes, if it was magically gifted to me, then yes, I would go. I would not be able to find one. Per- well, maybe Garen would go with me. I think. Do Garen you like would Britney go. Spears, Garen? I-, I like Britney enough that I would go see this. Yeah. But as you know, I am a Taylor Swift gay. That's right. You're so. Taylor. You're branded. Yeah, and I'm just old, so I'm a Britney Spears gay. I'm not a Britney Spears. I don't enjoy. I'm. I guess I'm a. I'm an old Taylor Swift gay. Oh, just like Garen. Yeah. Because you're one month younger than me. I know, so, so it doesn't really yeah. make sense, but <laughs> I never really got into Taylor, uh, Britney. But she can, well, she can't dance anymore, but she could dance. Remember? She used Alice? to be able to dance. She was a she really good, yeah. she lost it, right? Yeah. Something happened. Something happened. Because she, she could really dance. Her choreography was always on point, as yeah. they say. And the songs are fun. She can't sing, but I mean, her songs are really fun. And the yeah. auto-tune does what it's supposed to do. I, don't, I guess it wasn't auto-tune then. She had a lot of backup singers who did the hard parts. Maybe it's use it or lose it, you know? Yes. Yes. It's not like riding a bike. But she now she just dances at that high angle, right, for the Instagram? Yes. She has like a... She does something. She she moves. She does some yeah, sort of look, weird I'm, move. I can't do some of the things she does, so I, I don't know. I bet she could. I don't know. I've seen you dance. Should I do some videos like that? I think you should. Get a really <laughs> high angle. How ridiculous. And then your, par- your, your kids just walking in the background shaking their heads. <laughs> That's like every Zoom I do. If I have to do a Zoom... My kids are usually in the back, and yes. one of them will be punching the other one. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Perfect. I'm sorry. I was in a parenting Zoom the other day, and I was like, hey, so um, I know this is about parenting willful children. Mine's back here, and I can't get her to leave, so I guess we're going to learn together in real time. She's going to learn firsthand what yeah. a pain in the ass yeah. she is. Yeah. That's hysterical. So, Oh, my God. Well... We are very excited because in the first half of the show, watch how I do this. Okay, remember what I said. Remember <laughs> you gotta, how you I crack, you. Okay. crack your knuckles, got, maybe got, do some. Uh... Yeah. Okay. All right. So first half of the show, we learned how to survive a a uh, a sea urchin's 
poisonous needles. And now we're going to learn how to survive a trip to the Space Needle. What? <laughs> With Alice Hamilton. I did it. Alice, yes. how are you? Thank you so I'm much for great. being here. Thanks for having me. We're Alice, really excited to have Alice Alice here. is a stand-up comic, and she has a special... Well, you can see it on YouTube, right? Yeah, it's just on YouTube. Okay, it's called Sex Criminal, but get this. Sex is spelled with a C, and criminal spelled with a K. And if you put them together, it's CK. So you understand... Yeah kind of what her material's wink, wink, about. Nudge, nudge. Yes. And I just saw you did a post. Was that just just now I just saw you did a post about something that happened with Chris D'Elia? Oh, yeah. The, there's a Rolling Stone article that interviewed 10 women that he was a piece of shit, too. So that's out today. Oh, boy. Hopefully it Can brings, I read it online? Yes. Okay. Hopefully it brings his career come back to a screeching halt. I mean, he's just like so unfunny. And so the fact that yeah. he's just like a rich guy who was you know rich kid who's just shitty to women for no reason. Oh, was he, he, does he come from a wealthy family? Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you make this Rolling Stone article happen yourself, Alice? Because I feel like you've single handedly (laughs) sort of just brought him down yourself, and I've really enjoyed it the process of watching you do this um i luckily there's a lot of other people mostly women helping me uh take him down and organizing all of these like women there's so many there's way more than people seem to think it's like this dude's putting up cosby numbers truly (laughs) (laughs) he's he's an absolute menace to society not in the comedy wise but in the in the violation of women uh, wise Uh, but you're right that is that is Part of the story is that he's just awful as a comic. Yeah, like, like you, why? So why is he successful? Like, at least be funny. At least be funny if you're going to be a deranged at least, psychopath. Yeah, at least have some talent. People tried to defend Louis by saying he's so talented he should get to stay just because they wanted to right. hear what else he had to say. And it's like, well. There's no reason to keep Delia around. Like, bro has nothing yeah. to say. Right. No. right. He doesn't get the CK pass. No. He's got everything going against him. Yeah. Terrible at stand up. Oh. Like, truly one of the worst to ever touch a microphone. <laughs> and you also just don't want to look at him. Cut Always looking hair. greasy. Yeah. It's greasy. just like, are guilty people just constantly like sweating because they know the walls are closing in? Yeah. Is that yeah. it? Is that why he's so slimy all the time? He goes to the hairdresser, the hairdresser. He goes to the barbershop and asks for the like slimy uh, pedo. The what? The pedo? The, the pedo. pedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have, can you do the pedo? Just like. Yeah, just. Could you put more grease in my hair? <laughs> just, yeah, rub some canola oil through canola my shit. Oil. Make it real slick. Oh. He's so gross. <laughs> He's so nasty. He's so nasty. But Ugh. in other news, are you a fan of Britney Spears? You're so I love, young. I love Britney Spears. I grew up with like the homeschool. Like Britney Spears, my mom thought was just so sinful. And I remember mm-hmm. when everyone thought she was just like a full prostitute because she yes. showed her tummy a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, but her songs were so catchy. They are so damn catchy. You, could, you couldn't help it. We were singing them in church, and people were getting upset at us. Oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> but they're just too good. Oh. Now, wait. How many siblings do you have? I have four siblings. I'm or I'm fourth out of five in the lineup. Fourth out of five. Okay. Well, and and your story today, I believe, involves one of your siblings. Yes, it does. It involves my older brother. Okay. So what's the age difference? <laughs> okay. So he's four years older than me. All right. Um, And so he was like 10 or 11, and so I was like seven-ish, I think. Okay. Um. But yeah, we would go, us and another homeschool family, every summer, we would go to this place that we called the Summer Home, which sounds so fancy. Uh-huh. It was not. It okay. was truly a shack on the beaches of Puget Sound. Okay. Um, there's The downstairs was like living room, kitchen, bathroom with a shower. And then upstairs, there was like no hallway, which is the top of the stairs. You'd hit a wall and then you had to turn one way and you go into a room with eight bunks and turn oh the other God. way and you go into a room with eight bunks. So it was okay. like barracks oh, upstairs. That sounds like um, 
like uh, like David Koresh style housing. <laughs> it really or like the people with the Nike shoes, the the, the Comet people. They they it, it had really bunks, eight bunks. But your what Heaven's, Heaven's Gate? Gate. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Your family was very religious, right? Yes. Okay. And so that's so hence it was, the homeschool. It was us and another homeschool family that right. were both we were both homeschooling for religious reasons. So, Always the best reason for homeschooling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the public school was going to turn us gay. That yes. was my mom's fear. Uh, oh, turn you gay? Mm-hmm. Oh, she was ahead of her time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she that's kind of like I think that's kind of progressive of her. She could see, yeah, she could see it all coming down the pipe, and she was trying to. She must be loving what's going on now. She's like, oh. I was right, I was right. Wow, yeah, wow. I did She's the right like, thing. Look, everyone's turning gay. What did I tell you? Disney has had their way. Are yeah. any of your siblings gay? Um, my very oldest sister is, says that she's pan, and so she is having a blast of a time with that. But like me and her are the ones that don't talk to my parents at all, so right. we're just living our best lives and but doesn't no this input from disprove them. your mother's theory? She didn't go to public school, right? Right. It's like, yeah. How did this one turn? How gay did she turn gay? Yeah. If we weren't allowed to watch, you know, maybe uh, she snuck in some book learning. <laughs> we weren't allowed to watch Snow White, so how else could Snow turn White? Gay? Okay, what is the problem with Snow White? Because um, there's witchery, witchcraft. A woman living with seven guys unmarried. No, <laughs> that wait, you're making that up. I'm not. I'm not making it up. My mom didn't like the Muppets because she didn't like that. Of what's his name, Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. Yeah, were unmarried. <laughs> Does she think they were having sex? Yes, she thinks that they were clearly fucking each other and trying to uh, indoctrinate I, kids into premarital sex. Whoa. <laughs> I am a huge Muppets fan. I don't know that the whole thing was Kermit didn't even like her. I, it was such a weird relationship yeah. because he was he like toyed with her feelings, but he was like he she was, was like nagging her a lot. Yeah, they were hate fucking. She was. Yeah, she was he a read lot. that book like the rules, right? <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it. Maybe Kermit wrote the rules. <laughs> Oh my god! Kermit's just wearing like a what, like a a chain wallet and like a. Muscle tea. I don't like your nose. <laughs> Fix it. Oh my god. Okay. So you were at this. Um, yes. At this. There was shack. there was a TV at the shack, but I oh. don't think it was in color. It was really mm. really small and really really old. Oh okay. There was also an outhouse on the side, so if the, the, the bathroom downstairs was in use, you could go out. Wait, to there the was outhouse. only one bathroom yeah. in the house. One For bathroom two families, downstairs. One of with five kids, and the other one had four kids. Holy ghost. So like nine yeah. okay. kids. Plus our parents. Wow. Four parents. So in the kids. morning, we'd wake up, we'd all be like changing our clothes in our sleeping bags. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like there's no privacy, there's no room for anything. Um, and so I, at one point, um, my brother, I, I was just like standing out, like looking at the water, and my brother runs past me, and he's, you know, he's 10, and he's got this little hollow plastic raft, and it's bright orange, and there's space for two kids, uh-huh. and he's got an oar, and I was like, what are you doing? And he points across Puget Sound, which is, I think, eight miles across, <laughs> okay. or maybe not, it's, it's really far across, yeah. okay. and he's like, oh, I'm going to go to the Space Needle, because oh. we, we could see the Space Needle yeah, from where we yeah. were, we could see it every night, he's it was all lit up. He's just all matter of fact about it? Yeah, he was like, I'm going to go to the Space Needle, and I was like, can I come too? <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, but hurry up, because we got to go before someone sees us, so I ran to the little there was like a little shed mm-hmm. and I got a little plastic raft and we always had to have um life vests on if we okay. were doing it so we both had a life vest on okay, okay. smart yeah so we weren't we weren't in that much danger yeah. uh, <laughs> no eight miles it sounds perfectly safe totally chill yeah so we set out and um so you're both in the raft mm-hmm. you each have an oar we, yeah we both each have an oar we're paddling along um just having a nice little evening kind of paddling quietly oh and this is at night 
Well, actually, I guess it was during the day. It was like at noon. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, but I, I remember that it was a complete blue skies mm-hmm. when we set uh-huh. out, and we were rowing for so long that <gasps> it had become completely overcast and like started to sprinkle down rain. Uh-huh. And I remember looking backwards towards the shore, and like I couldn't immediately find the summer home, okay. and so I was like, "Okay, good. I think we're far enough out to where like." <laughs> You know, if anyone sees the like, if anyone walks outside, they won't see us. I was really worried that like we would get paddling out there for like ten minutes, and then yeah. my mom would come out and be like, "Get back!" In oh, here. so you knew it was something you weren't supposed to be doing. Yeah, we were okay. hurrying because we did not oh, want to okay. get. Are these caught. rafts like the kind you just buy at you know Walmart, Kmart kind of yeah. kids rafts? They're it's not like to- it's not meant for the open sea. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's meant maybe for a pool. Yeah, it's meant okay. for like a wow. You, know, you blow it. You blow it up with your mouth. It was actually. It was actually all. It was like hard plastic. Oh. It was like a toy kitchen. It was like it was literally the same stuff that they, they used to make those little toy kitchens for oh kids. Oh my god! Okay. So it's just hollow plastic, <laughs> and that's how it floats. Is it's full of air? Oh it's just my hollow god. plastic. Okay. 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 And we're just rowing and rowing. We were rowing for so long that like I'm looking out into because like Puget Sound is there's like shipping lanes, so there's mm-hmm. like cargo ships were coming through, and I could see oh one god. like down in the distance, and I was. Thinking to myself, like, okay, we got to time this right so that we don't get caught in the wake right. of this, you know, cargo for ship. A six yeah. or seven year old. Yeah, I was, I was really young, trying to plan for <laughs> for the cargo ship. Yes, because <laughs> oh um, like there'd be there'd be waves at the shore, but those waves were all coming from the cargo ships that were just like tearing through Puget right. Sound. Like, you know, other than that, it was just kind of like the tide coming in and going out. Um, and we kept paddling, and we got. I mean, I wanted to say that we were like maybe halfway across. So a few miles. We were really far out there. Whoa. Wow. And the reason why we stopped paddling is because like all of a sudden in like one moment, this giant shadow swims right <gasps> underneath our raft. Because you can go whale watching in Puget Sound. Yeah. And it was coming to see whether or not we were like a seal or something. Oh, yeah. my yeah. God. Is this something yeah. I want to eat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my brother and I, we froze because mm-hmm. we'd seen the Pinocchio from like the yes. 40s. You were allowed yeah. to see that? Isn't that yes. about cuddlingus having someone go down your throat? No? That's <laughs> not, is it? I don't know. It just came to me. I, I can, I'm just look, I'm getting is, in the mind of your mother. You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm so- <laughs> <laughs> I think that my mom liked, she liked Pinocchio and she liked Bambi. Because the mother is shot? <laughs> So, okay, Bambi. She wanted us. I guess she wanted us to be like, "This is what it could be without me." No, Whoa. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and Pinocchio, you get punished for lying. Yeah, she really did like that. The kids got what was coming to them. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because um, they all drank the water, and yeah. you know, she's like, "That's why you listen to your parents. You don't ever do anything. You'll turn into a donkey, and right. they'll yes. work you to death." These are children in pain. Yeah. Pay attention. Oh my god. God, that I was hiding under my dad's chair for the scene where the whale comes. Out. It was just so scary. So as yeah. soon as me and my brother saw this whale, we both freeze. And then I just go like, did you see that? And my brother goes, yeah. And then we just kind of sit there floating for a second. And he's like, I think we should turn around. And I'm like, yeah. So then we just start paddling back as fast as we can. Now it's raining. (gasps) And it's like, there's like actual waves. I remember when we like came back to the shore. Um, I remember being like, okay, we're going to get caught up in a wave. It's going to smash us on these rocks on the shore. And I'm just like bracing myself like this is really going to hurt. And then it didn't. And I was like, awesome. Were you you scared at any point? No, because we had like prayed. So we're like, God will keep us safe. That's how you survive. That's the secret to surviving everything is you just have to pray one time and you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. So you must have been exhausted, I would imagine. We were pretty tired and we were like, 
a fourth of a mile away from the cabin because when we were turning back, we couldn't see oh, the, the little oh, cabin, oh. so we were just aiming for the shore. So we wound up being like way up, like further than we actually were supposed okay. to. So we had to drag the raft, and that took a long time to like drag it back. Yeah, and then we went inside, and I'm thinking people are going to be like. Where were you guys? Right. You know, you've been missing for like two hours. Yeah. Um, Holy and moly. we just came in, everyone's just, you know, kind of sitting and no one's playing outside because it was kind of sprinkling rain. And they, no one asks where you were? No one asked where we were. And my brother and I were like, all right, let's not tell our mom. She should beat the fuck out of us. Yeah. So she finds out. And we didn't tell my mom until I was like 16. And then I remembered that it had happened. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, mom, I can't believe this happened. Let me tell you this hilarious story. Uh -huh. And I'm like, yeah, me and Stevie, we tried to sail across Puget Sound to the space channel. And she goes, oh yeah, I saw you. What? What? And I was like, what the fuck do you mean you saw us? <laughs> your only son and your favorite daughter out there in the ocean. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I knew you'd be fine. I prayed for you. Oh. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Oh, that is so... Okay, this yeah. is taking so many twists and turns. I thought she was going to be furious. Yeah. Mm -mm. She was... I'm probably happy to just have us like out of her hair yeah, for, for a, a minute. Yeah, Because everyone else is in the cabin because like, it was raining a little two bit. Two less people using that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You should have used that hard plastic... Uh, float to uh, go to the bathroom in. It sounds like it could have, it would have held. I know, and I don't think that we like peed before we left, so I don't know what our plan was. <laughs> well, oh the, my God. You have the ocean. Yeah, and also it's not like the other side of Puget Sound is like a shore that you can just like sail up on. There's like retaining walls because there's buildings in like a city and like Pike's Place and the whole like market and stuff oh, over there. So okay. what, you, you didn't think that through like you just were, you no. were going to get there and figure it out. We thought we're just going to go to the space needle. Somebody will drop down a is a big rope. Something like is that. Is the Space Needle really that close to the shore? Like, could you have just... Oh, yeah, it overlooks Puget Sound. Okay. Um, you could have just gone up to it. We Whatever the fun it, that it would have been. Yeah, it would have taken us... Maybe it's like a, a fourth of a mile inland or something like that. But you can really see it from, like, the, the shore. And so we were just going to aim our little raft towards it and sail across. That's amazing. She saw you and just never said anything about it. No, never mentioned. Didn't Nobody said anything to us. We thought we were holding on to this huge secret. Yeah. And yeah, like honestly, I forgot about it. That's like how secret we kept it. Is I didn't even remember we did it until like I was sixteen. That's crazy. I know. Did I anyone else? Did your dad ever know about it or your siblings? No, uh, no. we told I I told some of my siblings, and I think they didn't notice it. it <laughs> you know, maybe they were playing some game, doing some arts and crafts or something. God, th or the other mom, she would like make pancakes with like chopped up hot dogs in them. What? What? Yeah, she'd make like hot dogs. Wait, you buried the lead, why? <laughs> why? Is that a thing? Is that religious? I guess if you're in homeschooled <laughs> trailer trash, then that's something that you do, but. Hot dog, <laughs> hot dog Garen, pancakes. can you verify this? I mean, I, uh. we've got some trailer trash over here with, between us, and I've heard and of. you've never heard of that. I've heard of peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Oh my God. Oh and my God. I mean, Oh, I've I've been around some <laughs> some food that you would n not believe, but uh, you just said one. Yeah, I, I mean, top Wait, that, do Darren. You, do you I put can't. syrup on? Yeah. The, okay, so my friend's mom used to make waffles, and she put bake because this is when we ate bacon. She put bacon in the waffle yeah, mixture. That's, that makes sense. And then you put syrup on that, so it is not a dissimilar idea. Or chicken and waffles. Okay, sure. Yeah, because yeah. you put syrup on the chicken, right? Sure. Yeah. So because the sweet Pigs and the salt. blanket is what she was yeah. thinking. Yeah. But, yeah, but so it's not. It's not it, totally like, insane. It wasn't like a breakfast sausage. It was like a straight up hot regular dog. hot dog, like an Oscar Mayer. Those bar s cheapo yeah. ones that they don't even sell anymore. Like yeah, she was just slicing those real thin, and she would cut up some and put them, put like apples in some and hot dogs in the other. And, and you didn't kids, know until you took a bite. Her 
kids were yeah. eating up them hot dog pancakes. Did you oh. like it? No. No. I didn't even, we didn't even necessarily like the, that family very much, the kids, <laughs> because they were also homeschooled, but they were homeschooled weirder than us. Like, they couldn't say G's because it was short for Jesus. Yes, they I've heard kids say, like that. Gosh. They couldn't say good luck and and wait 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 why can't you say oh because Luce, that means luck means Lucifer. It does apparently. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. I'm gonna look that up later. That sounds cool. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. like etymology. It, um, if it does, it's kind of cool. But that's really bizarre. We hated that they would just like pick their noses while in conversation with us, and so we were uh, like, that, "That's okay." We but we weren't doing that as homeschoolers. We just thought these people are so unsocialized. Yeah. <laughs> when really we yeah. were all pretty unsocialized. Well, yeah. yeah, but just in different ways. Mm-hmm. Did you? Did you have other families besides this weird family that you would hang out with? Or were these the only kids you knew besides your own siblings? These were uh, these were the only ones that would come with us on the trip because it was technically their friend's cabin. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So they would, their friend let them use it and then they'd bring us along. And one time they brought along like uh, maybe like an aunt and a cousin with them. Jesus. I just, you know, the cousin was kind of a bitch to me, but, uh, yeah. Well, maybe like she they, didn't want to share a bathroom with 13 people. I know. That's crazy. Were you allowed to have friends who weren't super religious and weren't homeschooled and you could go over to their houses and sort of be exposed to the pop culture stuff that you weren't allowed to see at home? Or was that? Uh, we were allowed to go over to certain people's houses and not other people's houses. Um, and we weren't allowed to watch movies or TV at anyone else's house. Got right. It. Yeah. So, uh, so they kept a tight rein. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a real so tight homeschool leash. <laughs> are you still close with Stevie? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. We, me and him, like we just never fought growing up. We both really like Legos. Oh. So we kind of just always got along. That's so sweet. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And are any of your siblings still religious? One of them is. Okay. So there's one for five right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they had so many of you. They're just like, they're like, we'll keep one. We'll keep one. Um, well, I don't know if you guys know who Dr. James Dobson is. Focus on the family. He does like Christian radio. Yes. He, um, their whole thing during like the 70s, 80s, and 90s was that we have to outbreed the Democrats. So have as many kids as right. you can and then homeschool them so they'll grow up to be Republican oh. voters. My okay. mom fucked up though because uh, she's white and she married a black guy. So we came up half black. We're not going to grow up to be Republican voters. Right. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> unlikely. So. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. So we grew up and we're like, no, this is actually super lame. Uh, but that was the whole, that was the whole idea yeah. was like, mm-hmm. keep us all like super Christian, keep the influences of the world out of the home. Yeah. Uh, so, it, oh, so it had, it, it, the whole purpose was political. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Because there's also the quiverful, but that's not. That that's just a religious thing, right? What's that yeah. called? I don't know. This. Quiverful. You want to keep a your quiver full of arrows, so they have right. That's that's yeah, the analogy. Like so the, they have lots and lots of kids. Okay. It's a religious okay. Christian thing. Yeah, it's is like, that part of Jesus Camp? That sounds really familiar. I don't know what Jesus Camp is. It's a documentary about this where they're raising oh. kids, but it's almost. You mean the militant. thing I'm going to watch when I get home? It's a great documentary. <laughs> I think but it's I've really, seen it. Really hard. Yeah. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's like the scariest movie I've ever seen. Where they're indoctrinating yeah. kids at camp. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and like the camp I went to when I was sobbing. with my friend. It's, it's yeah. They're like horrible. sobbing, crying, praying for George Bush yeah. to like succeed and shit. It's like, yeah, we, we kind of did that at our, at our church. Oh, camps wow. So wait, bit. what did you go to, Chris? Remember when I went to that camp with my friend and it was super religious and they were, they tried when you to, were a teenager? No, when I was in third grade. Oh, I don't remember this. I'm sorry. And it was my, with my super religious friend. And I, when I was nine, I was like, I love Jesus because she did. And so I went oh, to that camp with her okay. and it was 
very religious and uh-huh. they would have these nights where everybody would talk about how much they loved God and they would talk about like how they used to pull their eyelashes out but then they found God and they stopped <gasps> pulling their eyelashes out and I was like what's happening and then <laughs> oh, that's they, so scary. they cornered me the two counselors in the um, cabin like uh-huh. by myself and they were like we want to talk to you <gasps> and I was like this is I'm probably going to get molested because you okay, know yeah. I, and they probably I think they were teenagers but I was a kid so they seemed like adults and they were like we want to talk to you about letting Jesus Christ into your heart. Are you ready to do that now with us here? And I mean, I think that's such a fucked up thing to do to a little kid. Yeah. 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 And but the whole point of church camp is like exhaust the kids until they're crying right. in the afternoon. Like you're just so tired. Oh, really? That then they're like, all right, let's have a two hour worship session where it's just acoustic guitar and you just want to jump <laughs> out the window <laughs> by the end of it. It's so horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. So wait, so you're. Your, your mom wasn't really clear on what was happening? I don't think she knew or, it was that religious. Yeah. And then I was like, no thanks. And that put me off of it forever. Like that oh, put me off. I never okay. went to church again. I was the friend who was trying to invite my friends to the church camp. Be like, no, it's like a fun camp for kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be like, you know, a boat there and they'll be swimming and archery. And then you get there and it's just Jesus songs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I was always trying to like trick my friends into going to my oh, little church. Oh, you knew it was yeah. boring, but you were just wanted a friend to go with you. Yeah, yeah. Did it ever work? Did you ever trick anybody to go with you? <laughs> No, they knew. No, they, yeah, they all, they, either they, like the one time that I would get someone to go, it'd be like their mom's birthday. And she was like, no, you can't go out of town for my birthday. And I was like, almost oh, got him. Almost got him. Shit. Mm-hmm. So did you, were you homeschooled your entire life? Yeah, yeah. Me and all my siblings were homeschooled the whole way up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you go to college? Um, yeah, for like two years I went to college and then the 2008 market crash and I had to drop out. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. okay. But you got, were you... I mean, that must have been such a culture shock for you. Um, I went to a college called George Fox University, which is like a Quaker college. So it's kind of religious. Uh-huh. And like they had a female chaplain. And apparently like every single year, like when the freshmen would come in, some of their parents would email and be like, <laughs> you can't have a woman teaching men. So it was like a really, really Christian kind of bubble. But they also were like more liberal than some of the Christians there wanted wow. to be. And there was a fair amount of people who's like, Religious grandparents were like, I'm only paying for college if it's a Christian college, so okay. you got to go here. So there got were it. some normal people there to okay. hang out with. There were kids Jeez that were Louise. like, you know, getting drunk on a Tuesday night. And okay. then there was also Thank kids God. that <laughs> would like hold hands and pray over their lunch in the cafeteria before they ate. So it was a weird yeah. mix of yeah. of people. Wow. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Are there? Do you find yourself, though, in a lot of situations in which you're in a group of people and they're tall talking about something, though, that you have no reference point for because you didn't have any exposure to that? Oh, yeah, all the time. Uh, there were some some theater kids talking about, like, you know, striking the set and, like, just uh-huh. setting up and tearing mm-hmm. down for, like, a long time. And I'm just sitting there like, I have no idea. There was no theater department at my home school. Yeah, <laughs> right, I bet. Yeah. Um, I'm just picturing... It's just, it sounds like something that would happen in a book, you and your brother. And I just keep going back to the image of these two cute little kids yeah, yeah. in that dumb plastic boat yeah. thinking they can make it. Oh, my God. Thinking we can make it to the, to the Space oh. Needle. In my, you know what? In my mind, I've rewritten it and you made it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys went to the Space Needle. You went to the Space Needle. A, I don't know how you got time. in because it probably has some admission fee. Yeah. yeah somebody like, paid your way in. You went to the fish market. Not you, somebody creepy. You threw fish. We, we would have to like park our raft somewhere yeah. like, and then come Hope back it for it. There, yeah. <laughs> Tied it up. Imagine oh if you would have been allowed to watch Jaws at that age. Oh my God. And that shadow passing under the Dude. boat. That would have been it for me. Oh. I would still be on the work. I would, I, there'd be nowhere to go. I'd be stuck in the boat. I'm not putting the oar in the water. 
You'd still be on the boat. I would still be on the boat. Just an old man. Just... You just outgrew the boat. Your limbs are like. <laughs> oh, it's oh so gosh. cute. Oh my gosh, Alice! Thank you so much for coming. That's yeah, a great such story. Such a great story. Me. Such a. It was just adorable, and it was just so funny. Just like what kids think they can just get away with. Yeah, what they think they can do. At I the know. time, I thought nothing of it. Now I'm like, I'm so lucky I didn't just die. Yeah, yeah. in the water well, you that prayed. day. You were fine. It's, that's true. Yeah. Now we know. Now we know. Now we know. Every episode, what to say to people? Oh, how to survive I remember. Pray. Just pray. Why? Why aren't, why, aren't, why haven't we figured that out? Well, what, what's a you. sea urchin's needle compared to the power of Jesus Christ? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If only that that girl that uh, in Cambodia, that Cambodia girl, could have just, just prayed, prayed once, mm-hmm. one ah. time. Some people just don't think. They don't mm-hmm. think. They really don't know. Anyway, thank you. This has been lovely. I'm so glad we got to meet you. Yes. Thank and you for having me on. Check out her stand up. Thanks for and letting me share my story. Absolutely, it was fantastic. And we will be right back with what did we learn today? Christine. Danielle. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? Teach me, wise one. Well, first of all, happy Mother's Day two weeks later to all of our yeah. moms. Happy moms out there. Nothing will restore a sibling's love like their twin going missing. Man, I'll tell you. The Shanghai Gesture is a 1941 film noir. In Shanghai, Dragon Lady Mother Jin Sling. I think you've been racist for the last 17 words. Well, her name... <laughs> Let me just explain. <laughs> Her name is Mother Jin Sling because she slings gin. Okay. Um, operates a gambling house for wealthy patrons, but she clashes with influential land developer Sir Guy Charteris, who wants to put her out of business. Let me also tell you that this gambling house, yeah. which is the coolest part because it's this really neat set. Mm-hmm. It's like a three or four level set of like a circle with like, patrons all around Mm -hmm. this gambling house one craps table (laughs) no no no. one roulette table okay and that's literally it that's the gambling house no other tables no other gambling what one roulette table so the rest of it is what drinking oh okay it's so dumb the tips of the sea urchin spines have tiny claw-like pinchers called pedicillare which carry venom ah triple antibiotic ointment or tao is a safe and effective topical agent for preventing infections and minor skin trauma. The pro- the probable most, the most well-known TAO ta- is Neosporin, which is what okay. I was thinking and I couldn't think of the name. About 950 species of sea urchin live on the seabed of every ocean and inhabit every depth zone from the intertidal seashore down to 16,000 feet. How are we not stepping on the I constantly? don't know. I, I don't think I've ever encountered one. I mean, I'm sure I have and not known what it was. I don't know. Wow. Every fortnight when our storybook heroines gather for book club, they always discuss the same book, Grimm's Fairy Tales, because as far as they know, it's the only book that's ever been written. That's when a rogue fairy godmother drops the feminine mystique into their corseted laps. From now on... Happily ever after will never be the same. It's the ultimate revisionist fairy tale that'll make you feel stronger than yesterday. Once Upon a One More Time is now in previews on Broadway. Is that the tagline? That's the description of what it's about. I was wondering what was happening because I was like, did Garen just write this? He just had a stroke. Oh my God. I hope. Wait, how is the feminine mystique yeah. ever referenced in anything to do with Britney Spears? That's, that's the irony. Don't you get it? And then at some point, how are they going to fit in Toxic? 
because toxic relationships, I yeah. guess. This is now. I'm, now my interest is really peaked. I'll say. Now, do I have to have read the feminine mystique to get once upon a one more time? Because I've never read it. You know, you can just read the Wikipedia. That's a good idea. <laughs> You'll be fine. Puget Sound is ten miles across. Wow. Quiverful is a Christian theological position that sees large families as a blessing from God. It encourages procreation, abstaining from all forms of birth control, natural family planning, and sterilization. It sounds like a new medication for like rheumatoid or Quiverful, yeah. Right? yeah. May, may cause some side effects. May leave you with 12 children you didn't want. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to take it. No. Well, wow, there was a lot happening in this episode. I know. Great story from our guests. Yeah. Uh, we had some fun together. We sure did. Garen managed to not cough most of the time. I did my best. Poor Garen. You've really got to stop smoking. I know. It's, you know, I'm up to three packs a day. Daniel, did you make him? I, I made him smoke. Yeah. As hey, I do, everyone. You know what I was thinking? What? I have some fun little merch at my house. Okay. A couple little things. Oh. And so I think on our bonus episode... We're going to give it away. Oh, what a fantastic idea. Guys, don't let me forget, though. We won't forget. So you have to remind me, because we're going to tape the bonus episode. But how are we going to do that? We'll figure it out, how we're going to give a... So if you're a subscriber, you are entered into the... Yeah. Okay. And it'll the, be some sort of raffle. or It's going to be a raffle. Pulling a name from a hat sort of it's, thing. Uh, I think, you know, maybe... How willing are you to be naked, Garen? Me? Yeah. I mean, for nine ninety nine a month. I can do it. Okay. Well, we'll talk off air. Okay. Um, anyway, so let's do that on the bonus. Okay. Patreon that we're... So that's a, a what we call an incentive. There you go. To sign up you, and listen to you the bonus. You could win. Um, yeah. And uh, I guess until next time, remain, remain calm. calm.